This is The Catcher with Nick and Hado. Hello, Catcher Operas. Welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah, and welcome us back too, because we've also been gone, you know? Welcome. Two weeks apart. That's right. Welcome to us. From welcome our dear podcast. To you. Welcome also to you. And thank you. <laughs> Were you about to say, and to you? And, and... Right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You too. <laughs> and we get stuck in the perpetual cycle of welcoming. Uh, good first show back. I was feeling. I felt good about it. It was mm. fun. I haven't done it in ages. Let's just quickly critique ourselves. I thought pretty pretty fun. I'm going to give us an A+. Could have been an A++, but I'm modest. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That modesty gets that extra plus. Yeah. A++ show today. Yeah. Uh, heaps of stuff to catch up on, of course. Uh, coronavirus hasn't gone anywhere across those last two weeks. We were gone, shockingly. Yeah, crazy. A zoo in Germany has had to resort to some pretty extreme measures to keep things uh, A-OK in their fences. Mm. Uh, <laughs> A-OK is generous. Just OK. A-minus OK. <laughs> uh, even an A. They're sort of closing in on C territory, I would yeah, say. Maybe even, it's almost an F, honestly, what they're doing. It's pretty pretty bad. F for fish. What are they doing with the fish? Ooh. You listen and find out. Yeah. Uh, also, my two weeks off, my break was incredibly boring, except for like, Yesterday afternoon, the last like half an hour of my break, just all mm. the chaos that should have been spread across two weeks seemed to have just happened at once. Kind of like, if you will, a packet of shapes where all the flavor ends Goes up at the, the bottom. Exactly right. Couldn't have said it better myself. You had a shape holiday. I did. Piece of shape. Uh, trademark that. <laughs> shape, shapes can't take it. I think they can. <laughs> uh, nope. No, they. If you're listening, Arnott's. Uh, Sue us, we'll, the day. We'll see you in court. Yeah. Uh, also, had uh, I went to Bunnings because I thought I'd, you know, I thought I'd do some jobs while we were locked up. Yep. So one of my outings, one of like three for the week, <laughs> uh, for the two weeks rather, mm. uh, was to Bunnings. And I saw a very interesting parenting technique that was semi-effective. I think it is a bit predatory. I think right. it's a bit rude. I think it's a bit mean to the kids okay. though. We'll get into that. We'll critique some ladies' parenting skills because we're uh, a good authority on that. <laughs> hey, I've been raised before. Uh, that's true. Uh, we have said like we're coming from this as a... Like, as a former child rather than a parent. We're closer to kids than adults. Yeah, well, we're closer to being a kid than having kids, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah. when are you not a kid? Well, who knows? That's a, probably too big a question, I wow. think. Do you, well, it's definitely a definitive answer. Are we kids now? Well, who's, it depends who's asking. If you get an 85-year-old, they're probably like, oh, you, you, you bloody kids, you don't know what's going on. Sure, I called a 23-year-old a kid the other day. Yeah, right. But a, but a, a four-year-old would be like, you're so old. Yeah, good. Yeah. Boomer. <laughs> Before old calls you a boomer, you're allowed to flick him behind the ear. I think that's fair. Also, um, I brought a new product uh, that uh, I think... I can't stop thinking about this. I don't think it's a scam like oh. you think it is. It definitely is, though. I don't right? think so. It's it's from the Scandinavian country of somewhere. Scandinavia? Oh, no, Mate? good. Oh, no. Should have seen that coming. Really? Uh, I, th- I don't think it's a scam. We talk about that as well. Uh, a little later on in the potty. Uh, also, Hato Gar feeling it out. Oh, God. Fresh off a hot streak, baby. We get back into it today. Yeah, we did. I don't know. You got too excited. I think you cheated. I think I finished. What? <laughs> what? That might not be okay. What? I finished thinking about Garfield. Okay. So I was able to start the next sentence. Great. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> also, <laughs> moving on. good to think no, about Garfield. Moving on very quickly. We give an update about the challenge we set ourselves oh, yeah. uh, before the break, before uh, the Easter break. Just quickly, at what point in our two-week break mm-hmm. did you remember we said we were going to do this? Because <laughs> for me, it was a week. <laughs> yeah, it was a week in, I went, oh, no. second half of the second week <laughs> for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think you had the harder of the challenges. 
Well, I thought mine was easier than it actually is. Oh, I, I came in too confident. Yeah, we've got an update for you on that one. Plus some astronauts who have been up at the International Space Station. Yeah. They're finally back down to Earth and a lot's been happening yeah, since a, they left. Oh, different world since when they went up there. Uh, that's all coming up on today's podcast. A huge and mammoth episode. A bumper. Yeah. Hope you enjoy Packed. it. Oh, I just thought of, you know how I said scammed and heavier before? Yeah. Uh, scammed and naive. Yeah. You should have left it. Yeah. Scandinavia was good. You Maybe delete it. that part. No, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Uh, it's coming up to down the potty. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's hit. Nick, uh, we just come off the back of a two week break. Yeah, had a lot of time to ourselves. Yes, we did. Um, and during that time, I thought, you know, let's I'll improve myself, do some some self improvement. Okay. And I'm worried I've been scammed a bit. <laughs> now I see <laughs> the word that's written on the board. Yeah, and the the word there's the certain word and it's followed by scam. Now I just want you to say, for the record, yours is fine. I've seen it. <laughs> it's pretty standard. You think it's what, big enough? I think what you've got is big enough. Thick enough? Um, definitely thick enough. Yeah, uh, I think yours is standard for average male. Oh, thank you, man. That Six inches lot. across. Of course, we're talking about my beard. Is yeah. what we're talking about. I I I, I don't think it's a scam. It just sounds beards ex- aren't scams. No, 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 no. But the product I bought, I don't think is a scam. It just sounds exactly like a scam. Okay, but I don't think it is. Well, what what could you possibly buy for a beard? It doesn't need to be fed. So, uh, well, you'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, I, I an ad popped up on Facebook. I won't say what the brand is or anything because uh, it's probably like you know <laughs> because I'm worried I don't want to get other people involved in this scam. It's not a scam. It's not a scam. It's All real. Right. So it's a product. It's um. It's I don't I don't know what it's called, but it's it's like a roller. Oh uh, shit, mate! No. <laughs> no, it's like a little. I like know a, what you've bought. I've like seen. A, I've been targeted by the same thing. It's like a like a like a small paint roller. It looks like acupuncture. Yeah, it's, but it's got a bunch of tiny needles on it. And the oh, idea mate. is, nice. and there's science, but this is from Copenhagen, by the way. There's there's smart eggs over there. Uh, what you do, you rub this needle all over your face, and the idea you don't press it hard, it doesn't hurt. And the idea is you like sort of pinch your face and put a bunch of holes in your face, and then all hair the, falls into it. No, and the blood to heal those tiny holes that you don't feel rushes to your face, and then because your beard loves blood, <laughs> does your, your beard eats blood for breakfast. Is that, is that true? Apparently, <laughs> um, uh, you you get a thicker beard, and then the hairs that you do already have get thicker, and the hairs that you don't have start growing. Yeah, right. And and it comes with a gel that's got some chemicals in it that beards love that's been clinically proven, okay, by you, Norwegian you, scientists You and I could start a clinic, mate. Clinically proven means nothing I don't, to me. I think clinically proven is a thing. I think you have to... I think a clinic's a whole big deal. So, yeah, you bought something to, what, improve your beard? Which yeah, I gotta it's, say, it's a bit patchy on the cheeks, yeah, you know? Just get rid of it then. No, I want a I want a big manly lumberjack you've beard. You've got you've got a good neck beard. That's not is... what I want. I want a fat cheek beard. <laughs> very I, aggressive. So I, I kind of looked at it and I was like, this is definitely a scam. There's no way yeah, no, that rubbing this. needles on your face is like hygi- one hygienic no. or <laughs> um it works, right? So I'd I want, be interested to know. Went that. on YouTube and I was like, is this a scam? Right? And there's a guy comes up, pops up. He goes, hey, today I usually I do a, a segment called Scam Watch or something. Something about scam. No, that was your segment a little while Sounds ago. Sounds like our show, to be honest. <laughs> but he he run this, runs a, sh- a YouTube channel like proving scams wrong. Sure. And he's like, I thought this was a scam. Turns out it worked. And then he also grew a beard. It works. Huh. The scam man got out scammed. Or well, he didn't get scammed. Who was the video sponsored by? 
He did get sent the pack for free. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? But it was it was a worthy investment How as well. How much did you spend on this little? <laughs> you, you, is there is there like a figure that I would be I should be comfortable with? Let, let me let me think of how much I think you should have spent on it. Okay, keeping in mind it comes from Copenhagen. So you get a, you get a face roller and you get some cream and a stainless steel and you get a sanitizer and a little comb. I would be upset if you paid more than thirty five dollars. Oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Including shipping, it was. We, don't tell me how much. One hundred and forty two dollars. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. On a whim, too, basically. I watched two minutes of this YouTube video. Uh, gonna do- but you know what? I'm going to have f- a, f- a thick lumberjack beard in 150 days. Is apparently how long Buy it a fake beard for that. <laughs> you can cut some of your head quality. hair and put it on. <laughs> no, it's not a good quality. And it's actually got a guarantee on it. And if it doesn't give me a thicker beard, I get my money back. So Yeah, the business is going to be bankrupt by the time <laughs> that you have to return it. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. You should be staying 1.5 metres away from the nearest person when you're out in public. At least. It's two arm lengths. So your arm length and the other person's arm length. If you can touch fingertips, you're too close. That's to stop the spread of coronavirus, of course. That's social distancing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three individuals who have been social distancing uh, unknowingly are three astronauts who have been spending the last 272 272 days in the International Space Station. It's a good way to do it, isn't it? Quite, quite far. Pretty sure they're not going to get corona up there. You'd really, you'd really think so. And after spending 272 oh, days... Although I can't imagine they're, they're not, probably not spanning like 1.5 metres away from each other, right? I imagine it's pretty cramped up there. Hard to say. You know, mm. I've never been there myself. I don't think it's very big. I think it's quite tiny. Not as roomy as you'd think. Yeah. Probably about as much space as a Tarago. You know the people mover? No. <laughs> Weird reference. Tarago owners know what I'm talking okay, about. Yeah, sure. That's the size of the space station. Uh, two NASA astronauts and one a, a Russian cosmonaut has been up there. That's cool that they're, they're friends now. Because for ages, yeah. they were mortal enemies. Just so hanging the, out. Cosmos, cosmos uh, and astronauts. Jessica Meir, Andrew Morgan, and Oleg Skripochonka. Uh, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess. Yeah. Uh, they touched down Friday afternoon after the 272 days. Wow. They came down in their little capsule and they did a bit of, oh, things are different than yeah, when we left. what a different world. Because they touched on this, but the astronauts, they were made aware of the coronavirus situation when they were up there. Mm. Really they, got, they, got, they got comms. Be rude. They check their emails once a day, I imagine. Yeah, on Twitter and stuff. News.com. Now this uh, COVID-19 hashtag keeps getting used a bit. <laughs> it's trending. Check what that means. Yeah. Uh, they were made aware of it, but then obviously after a little while, news gets much the same and they've got to have their priority as space missions. Yeah, I guess. Each yeah. of them completed nearly 50 hours of spacewalk. So they were doing a lot when they were up there. They got stuff to do. Yeah, mm. they're busy. So they've touched back down and they've landed in that little capsule in the ocean and everyone's going out to ru- rush to them. And everyone is, when they go to meet these people to try and get the astronauts out of the water, they're covered in hazmat suits. They've got the masks on Whoa. and they're going like, hey, so ugh, don't panic. <laughs> <laughs> but the world seems like it's ending. It's different. And this is, a, this is a detail that I thought was very funny. They immediately, immediately yeah. tested the astronauts for coronavirus. <laughs> First thing they did. Why? What do you mean? How could they have... They were up there before coronavirus even existed. Space corona. Aliens. Space corona, yeah. Well, that's not a conspiracy we've heard so far. Well, because it doesn't make any sense. You've heard a lot of 5G stuff. Yeah. Well, that makes heaps of sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> Think very, about it, man. Very logical. Yeah. Uh, no, the reason why they got tested, of course, is they wanted to make sure that the people uh, that were going out there to rescue them 
uh, weren't actually, you know, holding the virus and didn't pass oh, it on. Oh, okay. Them. So they tested them. Okay, sure. They seem sense. to have been tested a couple of times since then, actually, just because they've had, obviously, since coming back down to Earth, they've dealt with a lot of different people. Right. Um, surely they could have just stayed up there a bit longer. <laughs> reckon just wait for this whole thing to blow over. I don't think. I don't know how the supply system lasts. I don't know if they've got like a lot of. I assume they're just eating like stuff out of a toothpaste container type of year. Yeah, the, that weird snap frozen ice cream thing that melts yeah. in your mouth. That's astronaut food. Probably out of that. I don't think it's up to them whether they stay or not. I think it's pretty well uh, like orchestrated at the specific time when they get there and come back down and that kind of thing. They could throw. Do you think many astronauts throw like a tanty? What about, just, just, I'm not coming out of my room. <laughs> I'm not leaving. It's we'll a, cut off the oxygen supply. Nope, I'm not doing it. Watch, I'll do it myself. <gasps> he just refuses to leave the station. It's a good move because you, you can't get kicked out. What are they going to do? They can't come get you. Yeah. <laughs> you they could probably stop sending you food. But then, no, I don't think they would. Because then you'd die and then they'd feel bad. It's a bad look. Yeah. Coronavirus, just another thing that they're doing wrong. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. Last week, or not last week. Three weeks ago almost. Two weeks ago. Wow. Before our break. Before the big break. We've been gone for two weeks. We, uh, yeah, gone for two weeks on Easter. The last show before we left, we set a challenge for each other. Because we're going to be basically in isolation the two weeks. And we were. Um, I'm like, you know, let's use the time well. We challenge each other to learn a new skill. Yeah, try and get a bit better as a person. Yes, this is what I challenge you to do. I don't know how hard this is. I want you to walk on your hands. I want you to learn to walk on your hands. I challenge you to walk on your hands. Yep. Fun skill. Very useful. Better use it all the time. Yeah, I would bring that out at parties all the time. Uh, and you challenge me to do this. You have to play a song for me on clarinet. Yeah. That has to genuinely impress me. Uh, I have to learn a song on my girlfriend's clarinet that genuinely impresses you, which is going to be tough to do. Yeah, I, I gathered that. So we uh, have spent two weeks doing it, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> did you it's a noise I've never heard myself make. Did you <laughs> Have you learnt your skill? Have you? Have you? <laughs> Dara's go first. No, it's not a it's not a Dara. I'm You're not daring a Dara. me to answer. You're daring me to answer? Alright, Dara's day off. Boom. Don't know what that means. Right, um double dog so no, look, I'll tell you what I did. I went people might have caught this in our Instagram hit Central Queensland. You can follow us there. Yeah. I went out and uh, during my little bit of exercise you're allowed to have each day, uh, I went out and I tried to walk on my hands difficult yeah well it's not i suppose you know as a child you learn to takes you ages to figure out just your feet yeah and then you have to do that again but with your hands yeah so i'm a little like a little uh like a deer or a giraffe that's learning to walk the first you know how their legs are all wobbly and they're falling over well we said you had to walk five meters that's a long that's a long way it is isn't it i can barely do that on my feet yeah (laughs) so can you i'm assuming you can't do it no don't assume makes an ass out of you You. okay not me though (laughs) Can you play a clarinet? Have well, you pra- did you practice? Because I put my stuff up on the Instagram. You didn't. I, I assumed you were hiding something because you've probably like you're probably a bloody aficionado now. So I, because I used to play saxophone, right? We're and not saxophone and clarinet sax. are kind of similar in the sense that you blow into a stick. Yeah, they're both woodwind instruments. The fingerings are kind of similar. Turns out with is, a clarinet, is saxophone woodwind. Yeah, because it's got a reed. Yeah. Looks like it's made of brass, but it's uh, got a reed. Yeah, it's right by the mouthpiece. So you learned that over the last two weeks, obviously. Well, no. So I, with clarinet, you have to cover the holes with your fingers perfectly. With that's another thing with saxophone, and it's very hard because if you don't do that, you just squeak. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not really past the squeaking stage <laughs> just yet. So what are you but asking I'm, for? I've got a, I've got a good song that I'm choosing. That's what song? You. Can we know the song? Do you want to know the song? Do you want it to be a surprise? Maybe oh, I, I won't I, tell you the song. It's a song you definitely know. That's good. I won't tell you the song. See if you can recognize it when I play it for you. Let's. Is it, is it like you know how in primary school everyone learns recorder and learns. 
Um, hot cross buns. No, because I don't think that would impress you. Buns. It's a song I think would impress you if I nail it. It's okay, so you've gone for a real pie in the sky. <laughs> yeah, I have. I don't know. And my girlfriend's teaching me how to do it. And so I'm... you don't know how to play yet? Well, I'm getting there. So you, you you came back without a skill? Well, you can't walk on your hands either. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. I, I know d- you I can't. Ne- I've never said that. Can you walk on your hands? That's not the question. Yes, it is. It is the question. Mate, how about this? How about I see you haven't got a clarinet, so we're obviously not doing it today. How about this? How about this? We have a one-day pardon. Like an amnesty of some sort. Okay. One more night, because I know you can't do it. Do you, if that's what you need. I know that you can't do it. You're do you making this that? face at me. I don't need it. I can do it right now. I can bust out the Larry right now. Pull it. Pull it out. Well, it's not here. Yeah. I have to get my I girlfriend to drop it off. But let's let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> yeah, that's fine with you. You know what? As the teacher in this situation who has the skill. That's not wait, that's not what this is. I'm the teacher. No, thank you for acknowledging my authority in this what? situation. What? I said you're not a teacher. You're not teaching me anything. No, more of a president. Um, I, I acknowledge <laughs> I, I will grant you amnesty because that's okay. who uh, the, the government often grants amnesty sure. Prime Ministers will go I'll, you know what I'll grant you your amnesty yep. tomorrow you can perform your clarinet okay. little... and you can walk five minutes on your hands tomorrow you'll do the clarinet <laughs> and you have to walk five minutes on your hands tomorrow hands will touch the floor okay well we'll see we'll do it tomorrow about <laughs> this time get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's hit in the last couple of weeks that we've been away Hado once I had to go to Bunnings yeah, of course. To get some stuff. One of the better theme songs out there. And one thing Bunnings are doing right now in an effort to prevent the spread of coronavirus, and rightfully so, and a lot of businesses are, they're limiting people in this store, limiting people in certain aisles. Yeah. So if you've gone to a Bunnings, you've probably seen there's actually quite a queue you've got to go through now at the front. Because oh, they're not letting people, there's many people in at once. Yeah, so it's sort of wait to get in. One out, one in. It's like a nightclub. Exactly right. Um, you got to make sure you got girls with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much have you had to drink today, mate? Yeah. I've had a couple. It's all right. Maybe come back another night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I went to the Bunnings in Rocky, and they have it's one of the bigger Bunnings, obviously in Central Queensland. And there's quite a line when I went because I went. I think it was must have been like a Saturday morning, so peak oh, DIY that's time. Peak time. Yeah. So there's quite a line in front of me. How and many people you think? I would say in the ballpark of thirty to wow. Four. Like it was really just you know, huge. A little bit after ten, maybe, and. Uh, right in front of me was um, a mum and her two kids. And okay. the two kids were quite young, I would say. How and old? the mum, the kids, I'd say maybe two and five. Okay, so like really four, young. Quite yeah. young, yeah. One was being held by the mum, the other one was just standing next to mum. Sure. And they were not loving the line, which fair enough, no one does love a line. No. But the mum has implemented a parenting tactic that I think is, uh, from what I saw, both effective, mm-hmm. but mean. <laughs> Oh no! Just mean was, was smacking. No, it wasn't smacking. Yeah. This was uh, she. I guess she tricked the kids because they were quite young. She quite tricked them. Tricked them. Devious. She says to the kids because they were getting a bit restless. She's like, she's like, oh no, come on, it's all right, it's all right. You know, we're, we're just lining up. And she pulls out what has got to be the biggest hail mary of a parenting move I've ever seen. Yeah, real, real shot in the dark. But she goes, come on, we're lining up. It's just like at Movie World. <laughs> it's just like, just like we're at the theme parks. <laughs> And the kid's like, oh, yeah. And then, so they, they sort of, the kid that's standing, he straightens up, and the one that's in the arms doesn't really know what's going on, but he, he's seeing the other kid do do this. So yeah. they're, they're both quieting down. If Big Brother's doing it, I'll do it as well. Yeah, start behaving. Just pretending that they're in line for a roller coaster or something. Yeah. See, mm, I don't like it. No, actually, maybe I do like it. To tell you what she's done is she's just bought herself some time. <laughs> she has a stall tactic. She, she's stalled effectively, but yeah. as soon as she walks through the doors and it's just like two by fours and drills, yeah. the kids are going to kick off and they're going to be way worse than they were in the line. But here's the thing. So the the waiting was 
we probably waited for 20 minutes, which in kid terms, that's three years. That's so long when you're a kid. It's a long time. Yeah. So there were several points throughout the wait where she actually had to pull us out. They would like, wait, there'd be another couple minutes pass, and they're like, to get oh, restless Mom, again. we want to... No. Yeah. And then, because you don't even have the sausage sizzle there anymore to like keep no, them entertained. There's to nothing feed them. for them. She goes, no, it's just like, like remember the rides? Remember the ride? I'm like, what are you talking about? This you're is the most awful parenting tactic I've ever seen. You're getting them so hyped up and they're just going to be so disappointed. Then they get to the front and I didn't see what happened when they went in, but they got it. You in. heard the screams, I imagine. But here's the thing, you know, kids have different interests. Yeah. They really, they might like power tools. I don't think they'll like it as much as roller coasters. Have a ride on a little, well, there's, you know, there's plenty of rides in Bunnings. Get a lawn, Is like there? a ride on lawnmower. Oh, yeah, true. Get a nice, in the trolley, maybe? A Ryobi. I don't think you're supposed to put kids in the tro- trolleys anymore. <laughs> no. They tip over. Yeah. Pretty fun ride, though. It's good you fun, yeah. Tip and fall out. I got Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. <laughs> Just need a little guidance, that's all. Please don't let the day be Monday. I'm going to bed. Gar feeling it out. Gonna nap all day tomorrow. <sighs> it's the world's worst comic, Garfield. Best comic. Worst cat in the world. Uh, he's a cat that hates Mondays, loves lasagna, you know it. Nick, you've read 40 years worth of Garfield. You think you know Garfield so well that you could predict how he will react in any situation. Yeah, I know him better than he knows himself. Uh, I am currently on a hot streak of wins. I won it a few weeks back. Haven't lost since then, so doing played, really well. We haven't played since then. You only won because I basically handed it to you on a silver you platter. You just didn't. You never handed me this I game. I did, yes, I did. You what? didn't. The other week, I did. People who might have heard the segment back then, they know for themselves that it was a, a real win. You can uh, be the judge. Listen to the podcast. Trend.com.au if you want to listen to it and realise how easy the comic was. Today is a bit of a harder one uh, because it doesn't. it's just dumb. <laughs> like all of them. Rude. It's stupid. So... Comic panel number one of this three-panel Garfield comic sure. is from Wednesday's uh, paper. All right. It's a, pur- it's a purple dog. Is he a recurring character? Big purple dog, green collar? And he's like chained up always? Yeah, he's chained up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? I don't know his name. I thought you were a Garfield fan. Oh, it's Rex, probably. It probably is, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so big purple dog. Uh, going bark, 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 bark. By the way, this dog is huge. I like, should say... It's like, like the size of uh, the human man, John. Yeah, he's enormous, this dog. Uh, I should say Garfield hates dogs. Well, yeah, he does. He's barked up, uh, locked up, but barking away at Garfield. Garfield's very close, looking very bemused at the dog. Yeah. Second panel, the dog says, and be sure to visit our website and take our survey. Mm. Third panel, Garfield's walking away, still bemused, his signature emotion, uh, and he says what? What does he say? He hates modern dogs because the dog went bark, bark, bark. Make sure to visit our website and take our survey. What does Garfield say? It's dumb. <laughs> Is it? It's a dumb comic. Interesting. I bet he probably. I hate dogs. I no, that's not it. I hate. It's a very modern thing to say, isn't it? Finish it. Give me a weird look. Um, I feel like, and I hate. Uh, he hates dogs. And he goes, yeah. no, "What? This isn't stalling." I hate modern dogs as well. Incorrect, oh. unfortunately. Uh, and what what you, did he say? I hate modern dogs too, is what he says. <laughs> Where well, you've cheated, obviously. 
No. You have cheated. Why would I cheat and not win? Because you didn't... You didn't Why would right. I cheat and not win? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. Because you over-explained it. I know you cheated. You had that cheeky look I on your face. I didn't cheat. No. You accused me of this last no, time. you cheated again. That's a win. No, it's not a win. That's you've a cheated. win. You got the words wrong and you've cheated. Because I know. Because you tried to over-explain it. Oh, well, he hates dogs. And he said, oh, it's a bit of a modern dog too. Well, you said mm, modern dog. Let me you combine said modern. them. You're the one that let said modern. Let me combine them together. Mm. You said modern. I said modern. You said modern. When did I say Check modern? the tape during this segment. Mm, don't know about that. Check the tape. <laughs> you did. Way, you've lost. He said, uh, I hate modern dogs too. Whereas you guess he said, I hate oh. modern dogs as well. Please, <laughs> so, please. In the next news wrong. and weather's up next. But check the tape and just, you did say modern. Nah, That's where I got it that. from. Uh, go you did. that. Loser. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's hit. Uh, Nick, yeah, of course, we were just on, on break for two weeks. Um, Which yours are apparently quite boring. Well, so is yours, to be fair. Yeah. Everyone's... Well, when you... It's about a matter of perspective, isn't it? <laughs> My, it was pretty uneventful, I'd say. Uh, you know, just sort of sat around, did lots of jobs, like reorganised my pantry and that kind of thing. You know those jobs that you put off doing for Which, months that take 10 minutes? By the way, I asked you because you told me that over the phone the other day. I was yeah. like, did you do it alphabetically? Apparently you're... Yeah, I alphabetized the spices. Yeah. How many <laughs> spices do you have? Like 10, yeah. maybe 15. Oh, fair and enough. like 90% of them start with C. For yeah. some reason. Like cumin, cumin, chili, coriander, chili powder. Cor- yeah, mate, you name it. <laughs> 15 different types of chili. <laughs> anyway, so that's how exciting my <laughs> isolation was. It was yeah. talking about mm. how many spices start with C. It's the glitz and glam of radio, people. Uh, except for like yesterday afternoon. Just yeah, for some right. reason, yesterday afternoon, all the shenanigans that would have happened over a regular two weeks just happened all at once, mm. apparently. One very... Uh, Concentrated dose. Yeah. So you, I mean, you were here for, for half of this story. We were we we're in here yesterday, planning for today's show. Sure. Um, and I get a call from my girlfriend Lucy, and she goes, "It's hailing the size of golf balls right now." I'm like, "What?" That's, Everyone says there's that. No, though, there's no way it is because when when we came to the studio, this studio has no windows, <laughs> and we can't, a dungeon didn't hear anything. And when we came in, it was nice and sunny and bright. Literally the most idyllic day I've seen. Yeah, and I was like, oh, there's no way it's hailing the size of golf balls. I mean, you go outside and it's ra- hailing the size of golf balls. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, you know it is. Uh, These are, she like, wasn't lying. Uh, we were looking outside of my car and there's a big, giant golf ball size hailstone smashes my front yeah. uh, thing, put a dent in my car. Anyway, I'm on the phone to Lucy and she's like, yeah, this is crazy. Oh my God. I'm like, what? She's like, I just watched a bird get hit by a car. Like, what? <laughs> and she was just, all of a sudden, as she was watching the road, a bird got hit by a car. She's like, what do, what do I do? This bird's on the road dying now. Like, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. So I'm like, oh, I'll come home, go home. And so she's wrapped up this bird. I'll say, this is the most you thing ever. <laughs> to go and help this bird. Just <laughs> this, let it die, man. No, you can't just let a bird die. It was, a, it, it was very easy. I do it all the time. Uh, yeah, but you're heartless. Birds are smart, man. You can't. They're, they're very emotionally intelligent. They know about life and death. You can't let them die in pain. So I'm driving home. There's a hailstone, like hailstorm, the size of golf balls. Sure. Uh, Lucy wrapped up the bird, put it in a, in a box. We called up. I, I googled like. Wildlife Rescue Rockhampton. There's like some hotline you can call. Sure. Called the thing. They put me through to someone. They're like, look, we'll come and send someone out to rescue this bird, but we have to wait till the hailstorm passes. Yeah. In the meantime, <laughs> give it CPR. <laughs> well, they just said put it in a box. So I sort of left it. And she's like, oh, no, like the hail's getting worse. My car's out there. What are we supposed to do? I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll just I'll cover the car. So I, and she's like, you can't the, go the outside. You can't go outside without protection. She hands me a plate. <laughs> and so oh, right. I just like running outside. 
Um, and by the way, because my cat is also terrified of storms too, of course. so she's freaking out as well. So I'm outside, like in, a literal like, scaredy cat, in golf ball size hailstones falling on this plate, going like kadunk, kadunk, kadunk. I'm like <laughs> desperately throwing towels over Lucy's car to protect her car, while Lucy's inside nursing a dead bird back to life, and my cat's crying. And I was thinking, like half an hour ago, everything was fine. <laughs> Just talking half crap an hour ago, Nick. it was all a okay, and yeah. now it's what happened. <laughs> How's your cat go with birds? Ah, uh, we had to keep him in different rooms because she mm. loves birds way too much. And where, how's the bird doing now? Uh, well, we had been we, better. The RSPCA lady came out after the storm. We sort of gave her the box. For some reason, mm. I was imagining like a some kind of ambulance would rock up, but it was just just a lady in a car. <laughs> she was nice. Uh, she said it'll probably get put down. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Had a chance until you guys picked up, didn't it? <laughs> no, we didn't just, have a chance. It was going to drown just, in the rain. No, could have picked itself up, flown off. You had no idea. Instagram, Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. A lot of businesses across the world right now, not shockingly, are not doing well because of obviously the coronavirus pandemic, the crisis that is at hand currently. Everything's shut down. And uh, a lot of businesses, like I said, going through a hard time. One that is not exempt from that is a zoo over in Germany in the town of Neumannster. They are also having a bit of a tough time. Yep. Oh, it's like we're here. It's like we're there. Because obviously people aren't going out. They're not able to go to the zoo. What the zoo has found is a huge, huge decline in obviously the money they're bringing in. Yeah. It's pretty much across the board what businesses are going through. But what zoos use that money for is supplying food for their animals. Oh, What no. happens when you can't buy the food? The animals go hungry. Yeah. Well, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, what no. this zoo I'm is nervous. doing. I'm nervous about this story. Nick. What this zoo in Germany is doing to try and combat that uh, little predicament they found themselves in. Yeah. They are going to be feeding some of their animals no. to some of the other animals. No. And so there's a list. Oh, God. So there's a list of the animals that are literally on the chopping block. No. For the first. Well, surely, like, the money makers are in. They're, they're going to be sticking around the longest, right? Okay. So they, they have said, they, they keep explicitly saying, actually, the animal that's definitely not going to get uh, the chop Tigers is a uh, is a polar bear named Vetus. Oh, he's cool. nearly twelve feet tall. He's going to be the last animal to go. It's because they, they're too scared to get him. Yeah. They won't be able to, They can't take him down, the, even the if they zoo, wanted to. The zookeepers will be fed before that one. Yeah, <laughs> but the list of the animals that are is are going to be fed. The first ones to go. Oh, uh, unsurprisingly, it's a lot of fish initially. Oh, that's not too so bad. Fish no. are just fish. Fish are fish. You know, fish, are, fish is the fish of the fish. Uh, because obviously. A lot of animals do eat fish, and fish are one of the harder bits of food to get, as it turns out, okay. because you know supply chains have been Which, disrupted. And Germany's landlocked too, yeah. isn't it? I, I don't think is it. I don't know. I think it is, isn't it? Not important. It can't right be now. any German beaches, surely. Anyway, they are the the fish are on the chopping block, and then you said that you think your money makers, your money making animals, aren't actually uh, under threat, but mm. in the list of things that are going to be you know fed to other animals, it goes from fish. To penguins? No! <laughs> what? You can't feed the penguins Which I guess else. is just a bird. It's just a fish crossed with a bird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's true, I suppose. It's a good transition from that between fish to birds. I guess penguins right in the middle. But, but penguins are cute. And I would have thought penguins moneymaker. Yeah, everyone is loves that, it, but they're like top ten animals at the zoo. Uh, here's the, the one right after that. This is when I start thinking that they're just getting rid of the expensive animals. Yeah. Because they're getting rid of all the sea lions after that. Uh, well, sea lions, that's not... That's not crazy. Yeah. No one loves sea lions that much. They're all right. They're just big seals. And so and so the list sort of goes on from there. But I'm really interested uh. into knowing like 
like what their the mentality is behind choosing some of these animals? I guess I guess fish. Well, maybe like penguins and seals. They both have a lot of fat and blubber and stuff. Sure, you seem maybe to know that's... a lot about this. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to know a lot they, about what they animals. They hired me to, to research what animals to feed to other animals. What's who's next after sea lions? After sea lions, they don't they don't go on. So they start listing off like uh, sections of the zoo. So oh god, like the, the, the birds. Birds are up next. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, what what are they feeding these to? Just like monkeys and tigers and stuff. I assumed the patrons, just people, <laughs> those who are still wandering in through the zoo gates. They, yeah, they still have to make money from the little concession stand. Little penguin burger wouldn't go down too bad, huh? That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on Hits.